<laughs> you hey, missed it. I you, did. did you I were too it? late. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. Hey, welcome everybody to How to Be a Texan. You're either too early or too late. Oh, well. It's not hard. That's late. It's right, late. I'm, re- I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do this. Let's do this thing. All right. What are we talking about, man? Friday Night Lights. High school football in Texas. And we have no support system here at all. It's just <laughs> you and I so alone in just, the studio. It's just two old farts. <laughs> We've outlasted everybody. We so don't even all, know how the technology works. I right, Just push a button. <laughs> Make sure it's red. We're we, good. We may not actually be recording. I think we're good. I think we're good. So Friday Night Lights. So you think about Friday Night Lights, you think about Texas football. Or at least I hope you do. Because that's what I think about. And I love it. I love it. Now, hey, you play football, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I play football. Yeah. That's fun. It's kind of what you do as a kid. When did you start? What grade? I start. I didn't know well, my mother. It was one of these deals. It's like, Kyle, you'll break your arm. I'm like, no, mom, I just want to play football with the kids. Yeah. And I'll be darned. My second football game as a player, she wouldn't let me play until seventh grade. I broke my arm. I was a quarterback. I broke my arm. Oh, <laughs> so it was like that Christmas movie, you shoot your eye out. It was exactly like that. I remember I was under center, and I looked up, and my dad had to always work late, and he worked down in Grand Prairie, and, and I was playing in Irving. And uh, I looked up, it was middle, midway through the second quarter, and I looked up, and there was my dad, and it was kind of a cool, I don't know, Octoberish night. Yeah. And my dad was walking up in his trench coat, which is weird in itself. I, I remember that, but I remember it like it just happened two seconds ago. And so he was walking up, Stephen F. Austin Junior High School, and he's getting in the stands, and I was coming up center, and I get up under the center, and I take the snap, I go back, I hand it off, and I and uh, and I hand it off, but they think I still have it. So three guys jumped on my back, I put my arm down, and I tried to support me and three guys' weight, and it's my arm snapped. Broke your arm? Yeah, huh. broke, broke my arm. Well, I started playing in fourth grade. Fourth grade? Tackle. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's fun. No, I was obsessed with football. I mean, I know it's hard for you to believe that I've <laughs> – I can't imagine that. So imagine, you know me, like how little I, Kevin. Yeah, little Kevin. Like I lived it. I read. That's all I read. <laughs> I can only imagine. I mean, I remember sitting in elementary school reading books about like the Ice Bowl and oh, the history of yeah. the Dallas Cowboys yeah. and Tom Landry. I mean, awesome. I loved it. Awesome. And so, as soon as I was old enough to play tackle football, I was playing. And so I started playing in fourth grade. So great. And we had an awesome team, man. Okay. I mean, I was on the Duff Mustangs. Duff Mustangs? Yeah, Duff Elementary School. That's fun. The team was the Mustangs. Oh, I like the Mustangs. And so we had, you know, imagine being a fourth grader. I mean, it was full shoulder pads. And we had oh. the like the Mustang logo, like the SMU Mustang oh, logo. Oh, those are nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like awesome. that. Our coaches were so intense, man. Okay. Like they like in this era today. They, there would be lawsuits. There would be all kinds of stuff. I mean, these coaches were hardcore. They had all played like college football. Yeah. And it was just, we were in fourth grade. I mean, we would run sprints oh, at yeah. the end of practice until well, it's good to do, people would be puking. It's good to do conditioning. Right? Oh, it was good, man. Even as a fourth grader. Oh, it was good. <laughs> no. They would go and they would scout the other teams. They'd oh, bring back no. the playbooks. We would change our place you know every week we would change what we were doing on offensive defense i mean oh, that's and awesome. we want we never lost no way we never lost except oh. there was only one team that we ever lost to and we always lost it was always a zero to zero tie with oh, this that, other school that's good and then 
I don't know if you remember. Well, I don't know if, yeah, you weren't playing Pee Wee. But back then, they would also count the penetration. So penetration was if you got inside the other team's 20-yard oh, line. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You get like points for it? or No, you wouldn't get points. But if there was a tie, that was like the tiebreaker. Oh. And so every year, we would play this one team who was our biggest rivalry. And they were great. And they were great. Okay. And we were great. And then it would end up being a 0-0 tie. And then they beat us on penetrations oh. every single year until sixth grade. We ended up going to, finally, we ended up going to the city championship. Okay. And we played that team in the city championship. And we finally beat them so six great. to zero. So great. And won the city championship. What great memories. But man, yeah, great memories. I mean, the discipline was unbelievable. Oh, wow. And I remember we, <laughs> we had coaches that would just, you know, they would say stuff like, you know, holder. What's the matter with you? Were you out all night like eating ice cream and chasing women or something? Come on, man. Stop dogging it. You were you know? like fifth grade. Oh, no. This is fourth grade, man. Oh, my gosh. And I was no. playing I was playing positions like uh, flanker and oh, yeah. like fullback and tailback. Yeah. And so I'd have to block. You know, we didn't do a whole lot of passing, but occasionally okay. we, we had some pass, you know, pass plays in the playbook, and I would have to, you know, block occasionally. And I remember, man, in practice, if 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 you missed a block and your quarterback got hit, it was legit. They would stop it down, and this happened to me a few times. And then I finally stopped <laughs> missing blocks. The guy who hit and tackled your quarterback, uh-huh. they would line him up, and you would stand up. You get a free shot. <laughs> I mean, with arms spread just like this, oh, and the no. guy would just. Wow! No. Knock you down. No, that's not good. So that only happened one or two times. <laughs> you did not miss blocks after that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then okay. we did this other drill called a machine gun drill, which ended up being uh, not for our school, but some other school was doing this, and it made national news because somebody got hurt doing it. Okay. But a machine gun drill was basically you would stand there, and the rest of the team was lined up, and they would come at you and hit you, and you would just kind of knock knock them off and oh, you yeah. go through the whole team and then the yeah. next guy would step up and you just go through it. Oh, okay. What does it teach you how to just be tough or just be tough and how to, you know, work on your technique of, you know, how to take a hit, taking a hit and stuff. like okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was amazing. But then you played through high school. I played, I played through my freshman year and then I quit after that. So did I. Yeah. So did I. And what happened to me was, I um I broke my collarbone. Oh. But it was during off season. It oh, was an geez. off season between freshman and uh you know, was it freshman sophomore? Yeah. After ninth oh, I bet grade. that hurt. It was an off season. We were playing uh speed football. Do y'all ever do speed football? No. So in off season we would of course do weights and you know yeah. work out and stuff like that. And yeah. then we would do uh speed football. And basically, speed football was basically rugby. I mean, you're just out there and you're, you know, kind of... I can see how you'd break some stuff. Yeah, you would never... There was no real pads on because it was after your workout. You just kind of formed teams and it was just as quick as you could go down the field, you would go. You know, so you kind of... You know, it was mostly passing. As soon as the guy would... As soon as the guy would get tackled, he would hop up and kind of flip the ball to the quarterback and you will just immediately run another play. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, and so I... Kind of ran. I did a route. Quarterback threw me the ball. I kind of 
made this dive. Oh, came down on it wrong. Caught the ball, and I landed on my right shoulder, and mm-hmm. then like two guys landed on my left shoulder, and I, just kind of it can't be good. Yeah, yeah. And I got up, and I was like, "Oh man, that really hurt." So I went over to sideline, and our you know third string quarterback who never played a game, he's the guy with the clipboard, you know. He was like, get back in there, holder. What are you doing? I'm like, I can't move my arm, man. You don't even get any play time. Shut up, man. Yeah. I could not put my shirt on after practice. Oh, yeah. No, that's not good. You know, and I think I think we were playing shirts and skins, and I was skins or something. And I yeah. remember I couldn't lift my arm up, so I couldn't put a shirt yeah, on. you had a bone sticking out somewhere. Yeah. And so I just, I didn't know it was broken. I just knew it hurt really bad. Right. And so I, you know, and this was like in the 80s, right? So I, right. Had, I had my sunglasses on and somehow I got my jeans on. Okay. And no shirt. And that's so a, I, that's I, a good look. So I go out and I'm waiting for my mom to pick me up. Okay. You know, across the street. She'd always put me up across the street. Oh, it's cooler that way? Yeah, I guess. I don't know why. <laughs> I think it was because of traffic. She didn't want oh, to come. She so I'd always go across the street. Do a U-turn or yeah. something? Yeah, okay. So anyway, I'm sitting there, and she picks me up. And my brother says, my brother was with my mom that day. <laughs> he says she drove up. They drove up, and my mom sees me standing there, leaning up against the wall with these sunglasses on and no shirt on. Uh-huh. And, and my brother swears that my mom said, Oh my God, he's on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That was her reaction. <laughs> oh my God. And so I got in. I'm like, Mom, my shoulder's hurting. She's right. like, Well, let's go to the doctor. And we go to the doctor. It's actually. better than the alternative. Yeah. It was broken completely in half. Oh yeah, God. Pain in the butt. So, <clears throat> well, m- m- mine, again, seventh grade, and I broke my arm. I was quarterback. And I go over the sidelines. I'm like, Coach, I hurt my arm. I don't know what happened. He's like, get under the center and take a snap. You'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you know, as a seventh grader. Just shake it off. You just do. Yeah, rub some dirt on it. You just do what the coach tells you. And so I got under. My best friend's name was Robbie Campbell. He was a center. He was a great big fella. And and, uh, he's like. He grimaced. He's like, it's not going to be good because it was my, I'm left handed. And so it was my left hand that would take the snap. Yeah. And it was that ball. And I'm like, hike, you know, and Robbie <laughs> smacked that ball in there and rubbed bone on bone. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't grip it. But I mean, that was the nature of the coaches because they were just like, we got to play. We got to win. We got to do whatever. This, this backup guy's not ready, mm-hmm. whatever. So it was no good. Just kind of fought. Well, I quit it. after my freshman year just because I, I was just awful. You know, I played at a at an option school where they ran the option, and I was a throwing guy. All I could do is throw the ball. Yeah. And so they knew I was a second quarterback, and there was a fast guy that ran the option, and when it was a throwing down, they'd put me in, and everybody knew. It was like, oh, well, here comes a big left-hander. They're either <laughs> going to throw it. Let's, let's go kill him. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, and I was just awful, so I quit and just played baseball. So it was great. But, oh, man. but that gives you an idea of the intensity of Texas That's Texas football. football, yeah. That it's all out all the time from birth on. When we moved out here to Argyle, I got – we started the – I did the same thing as my mom. Not quite as bad. Well, actually, not quite as bad. But we didn't start them. We played flag football until they were uh, sixth graders. And then we allowed them to play because I got these twins and they played uh, tackle football. Yeah. And they started out here at the, the school program. And the coach came over. All these boys have been playing together forever since it felt like birth. And so we were one of 
let's see, my boys and two other boys were the only new kids. Everybody else was old. So the kid, the coaches had this introductory meeting, and they said, well, here's the deal. We win in, in Argyle. You know, we win in Argyle. So if your kid basically is awful, then, you're not, you know, you're not going to play. Right. I'm like, well, what about, like, rules and team sports and all that? And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's just that was interesting. <laughs> but uh, it's yeah. just intense. It's oh, just yeah. intense. And that's the way the way it is. That's the way it is. So yeah. when we say Friday Night Lights, you know, there's a there was a series on it about really the Odessa football team, and there was a movie on it. But uh, I think what we wanted to just talk about is just kind of the the seriousness of the sport and and what a cultural kind of uh, deal it is for Texas. If you're if you're Texan, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like Friday night football, high school football is a big. I mean, college football, pro football, those are huge too. You know, pick your team, go support Texas, Baylor, TCU, SMU, whatever. Those are huge, and it's fun. Be a Cowboy fan, be a Texan fan, whatever. Those are fun, but they're different. They're kind of more glamorous in my mind. But Friday Night Lights, Friday Night Football is is a a big part of just being a Texan, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And, I mean, that's how we have most of our fun in Yucks is because we're out watching the boys play or Sammy dance or whatever, or Caroline in the band or whatever, you know. And so it depends. You don't have to be a football player, but there's all this kind of pageantry that goes with it. You know, we listen to Sammy talk about the the drill team and how big of a deal that is and how amazing they are and how they've come up over the last few years. Well, whether you're in drill team or you're in marching band or you're a cheerleader or you're a football player or you're none of the above and you just want to be out there with all your pals on a Friday night, that's where everybody is. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty amazing that there's only four or five games a not, you know per year that are at your home stadium and then if you, you're fortunate enough to get in the, the playoffs and all that, and then it's just, you know, a fevered pitch of yep. craziness. Playoffs are usually at down in Houston and then in Dallas or Arlington now Yeah, over at the Cowboys Stadium. Yeah, so like at, uh, for example, the I'm sure the Houston ones are at where the Texans play at NRG Stadium, which I is am- so. yeah. it's amazing because the, the state band competition was down there a couple yeah, hours ago. Is Houston still in Texas? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. And and so the NRG Stadium is, is pretty amazing. Um, and so that's where a lot, I'm sure a lot of the playoff games are down there. Cowboy Stadium, the billion-plus-dollar Jerry Jones uh, Stadium here is amazing, and that's where a lot of the state uh, championships are played. The Alamo Dome down in San Antonio, that's where a lot of those things are played too. So it's, you know, one thing I really like about our town here is that we travel well too. Mm-hmm. You know, we – like a lot of times – I mean, and when I say travel well, for those of you that don't know what that means, it means that when our team is playing an away game – Everybody goes. Yeah, we lots of people go. And a lot of times we drive two or three hours. Oh, yeah. You know, on a Friday after work. Yeah, we'll go here to Paris this week. Yeah, this week is Paris, Texas. We went out to Tyler a a couple of weeks ago. I mean, you know, you just go wherever. And there's some places we go, and it's kind of sad to say, but a lot of times we have more people... On, on our stands than what the home, the home team, team has on theirs. Yeah, we went down to Waco, La Vega, yeah. and, and and we had every bit as many people in the stands down in Waco, and that's two and a half hours away as they as their team did. La Vega? Fine. And yeah. La Vega is like – they won the championship last year. Oh, they're fantastic. They're fantastic. They, so they had a big crowd. We had a big crowd. It was a huge deal. Yeah. Yeah, huge. But then there's some where there's just people don't show up to support the home team. No, not at all. No, that's not at all. It's pretty sad. It is sad. 
But we but travel well. Our no, team travels well. We, we travel well. So the the overview is just kind of give you some of the mystique of, you know, high school football in Texas. Now, one of the things is is that uh, I did come up with a, little, a couple of articles here, Kevin. Let me see if I can So Odessa is on your list here. Well, Odessa is really the that's, the, o, that's Permian, right? Well, Odessa and yeah, Permian. That's yeah. Permian High School in Odessa. That's really the instigation of the series when they played. Um, who was it that they played? It was a Dallas um, crap. What was the name of the school that Odessa Permian played? Um, it starts with a P here in town. Um, but it's one of the Dallas. No, Dallas Carter. It was Dallas oh, Carter. Carter. Yeah. It was Odessa Permian and Dallas Carter played. And it was this ultimate state championship was football an game. I think. And it was amazing. And so they basically based the movie Friday Night Lights off of that, the season leading up to it with all the Odessa Permian. And these are all oil field families that are, you know, young men that are coming up playing. And, you know, and that's going to be a shock to hear this, but I lived in Odessa when I was a kid. <laughs> That's not a shock at And all. I have no memory of it. I lived there for maybe, I don't know, a couple months. Did, did you punch a dog with a wrench or something out Probably. there? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the last thing I know. Is last thing, I last... tried out for the football team you when did? I was a toddler. Okay. I made it. Okay. And then we moved. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't give me what I was asking for. Oh, like, my God. Starting starting flanker <laughs> <laughs> as a three-year-old. Yeah. I'm like, I'm out of here, man. Oh, my gosh. But... Uh, but yeah, the Friday Night Lights. There's a movie that came out of that with the Odessa Permian Dallas Carter. Um, you know that state championship game and the season that led up to it. And then there was a there was a series um, that you know that was uh, that was out there. Feel free. Did you ever watch that TV series? Uh, just bits and pieces of it. Kinder watched it like I think soup to nuts. I think she yeah. watched the whole thing. I watched yeah. a few episodes. Yeah, it was I, pretty good. I think but it was like it was, five years. It was on for like five yeah. seasons. It was very. I mean, it was very dramatic too. Oh yeah, no, yeah. it's all relational based. And, yeah. Oh, I got injured. All the politics, all the drama, and the yeah. coaches are you know. And there the, are a lot of politics involved in this. Well, think about. That. I mean, think about the the pressure on those coaches. And so, if I was ever a head football coach in a high school, I mean, you know. The, the city, the families, the superintendent, the politicians, all of them are throwing pressure on you that oh, I couldn't yeah. imagine. Oh, yeah. I mean, because it's win, win or get fired. Oh, yeah. You know, in other words. So You know, we were talking in uh, – well, no, never mind. I won't bring that up. Okay. I was going to say we were talking about the Cowboys at dinner. And oh. I, and I was just talking about – Did you throw up in your mouth? I did. Yeah. And I, and I, but I was talking about the value of head coaching. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And I don't know, and I can't explain it. Kendra asked me, you know, what you know, what difference does it make if it's, you know, Jason Garrett versus Jimmy Johnson? And I can't right. tell you the intangibles of it, but there's something to that. There, there's something to it. And just like here in Argyle, I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah. whether you love or hate the coach, I don't know, but you can't argue with – Yeah. It drives results. Results. Yeah. And, I, you know. And it's interesting because if you get, you know, if you don't have the results desired, then you get ejected. Pretty quickly. And, and yeah. generally a new coach will come in and will bring an entire staff with them. And so, you know, it, it, it's quite sad, actually. If you may have some wonderful men, well, mainly men, but that are coaches of your high school football team, if the head coach gets – uh, ousted, then generally the rest of the staff is going to get ousted too, mm-hmm. whether you mm-hmm. like it or not. So, 
Yeah. So you had an article in here, 10 reasons high school football is better in Texas. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that, um, and, and I was looking at that too. And some of them, one is that <laughs> it's ridiculous, uh, and my nephews uh, grew up in Allen. and, um, and, and <laughs> Allen for, is the poster child for bigger is better. over the top. Yeah, over the top. Better. It's a $60-plus million stadium. And this is a high school stadium. I went over and watched them, and I, I watched their graduation, which was phenomenal. It was amazing. The, st- the stadium itself was shut down for a year and a half or so because of cracks in the foundation. Yeah, the engineering. They, the engineering was they, poor. They, yeah, they decided to build a $60 million stadium, and then they went cheap on the whoever they contracted as the engineers. Yeah, yeah, not not a great it's idea. It's like, no, let's just, you know, pay let's, top dollar for that. Right? right. So yeah. they had to re kind of redo the, the structural, yeah. the infrastructure of it. Terrible. Yeah. But it at the end, it's a beautiful stadium. It's over the top. Now it's a gigantic. So this is how school politics plays in. And I'm no school politician at all. I'm a healthcare guy. But think about that. Allen is a big, growing suburb of Dallas, and it has refused to break out its high school. So they've got five, 6,000 kids in that high school, at least. They've got multiple campuses for, like, each grade, right. but it still funnels into one high school so that they can have this state-winning championship football program. Well, and their band program, too. They have 850 people on the field at one time. Yeah, when the band comes on, they cover the entire field. Like soup to nuts. Yeah, I mean, they it's in- cover the entire field. <laughs> it's insane. So now Frisco is like their next door neighbor, and they've gone the exact opposite. That that they now have 11 high schools, which is normal. Same same That's population. Yeah, and they have 11 high schools to cover the same population that Allen has to cover one high school. We did a game in Allen. I don't oh, know really? if it was last year or two, three oh, years that's ago. Right. I can't remember. Yeah, That's right. So I've been to the stadium. It's fantastic. Oh, it's beautiful. It'd be great for a college. Oh, I it, mean, it would work for a lot of colleges around oh, here. Oh, big colleges. Not yeah. just little, but big. So, yeah, bigger is better. The stadiums, and there's a ton of nice stadiums out there. So it's not just Allen, but if there's a ton, then people are spending billions on that. Then there's a lot of uh, a lot of history and traditions that Kevin and I have already talked about. There's a ton of rivalries which are great. Uh, you know, I grew up in Irving, and it was always a big rival between Irving and Irving MacArthur, and we just hated each other. We really didn't, but we hated each other because it had been a great rivalry. And, um, you know, there are rivalries all over the state, which yep. are, are fantastic. Arlington Lamar was a – I was Arlington High School. Oh, yeah. Lamar High School was our They were your rival. rivals. Oh, hated. Yeah. Hated. Yeah. No. You know, I mean, and, and we would do – like do stuff like one year I think um you know we had the Colt we were the Arlington Colts right, right? and we had a Colt kind of statue or something and okay. Lamar Somebody, was purple they come and blaspheme the oh, Colt oh they they painted the Colt purple <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, that's just not right and you can imagine us in high school like oh my god they painted the Colt purple yeah, we got to get them <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right we yeah. got to get those oh. suckers yeah it was yeah. horrible yeah and then uh, number, the, there are 10 reasons on here. Four is community. We talked about that, about Friday night. It's like the whole community comes out. Uh, now, we're in a smaller community, Argyle, and, and it's, it feels like the whole town comes out for these football games. But it's the same thing with the bigger communities, South Lake and some of the other bigger communities. They come out and support in mass, and it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And you get all the future generations. South Lake is, is a great – South Lake Carroll uh, High School is a great example where – 
all of their junior high school or all of their program leading up run the same offensive scheme and defensive scheme. And so they're teaching these kids all through – uh, peewee football all the way up through high school, the same scheme, so that once they get to the high school, this is ingrained well, in them true and they here know too. them. Yeah. We do that here. Right. Flyer Mound does that too. Right. Well, yeah, I because think... uh, my boys played football in Flyer Mound, and they were learning the same scheme that the high school was running. Right. Well, it. I think I think I would say it seems like Southlake really pioneered that. But, well, yeah. But regardless, and then it goes into just love of the game. You know, there's a bunch of people that love the game. Now, there's a couple articles that I did come into, and there's this one article that uh, by Forbes and another one that uh, was put out that said Friday night. Wait a night- second. You, you skipped number nine on that one. Pickup trucks, cowboy hats, cutoff shorts, No, no, and no. Boots. No, I'm still on number six on that oh, article. Oh, you're on six. I'm, oh. just, I'm just doing my own little aside oh, soliloquy Oh, I thought you went to here. another article. No, no, no. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I'm, I'm doing well, You a, can tell which one I was actually wanting to get to. I'm right. doing my little <laughs> soliloquy here. Because it and, said love. Yeah. Number and, six was love. Well, okay. and, and six is love. And what I'm saying is, is that there's two articles that I have that show that the participation is, is waning. And that uh, there's an article called Friday Night Lights Out that's showing how that there used to be, you know, a 14.5% participation of all boys, and now it's down to like 10%. Well, and and then it's talking about all the underlying reasons of why high school boys are not participating in high school football. And can you guess what those are? And I've already told you a couple. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to guess because we talked about it before. But no, you talked about specialization, basically. If I'm going to play baseball, I mean, when you and I were in high school, right, right, we would play football, baseball, basketball. Play it all. Track, be on the golf team, whatever. You don't do that anymore. No, literally. I specialize. I was on like five sports when I was in high school. So you're going to be on football now, or you're going to be on baseball, or you're going to be on, if you're basketball, you're probably not playing the other two. You're not playing because you're not going to jeopardize your basketball career and your ankles and all that because basketball is too important to you. I think career is the key term there. People view it as a. Right. Like a career. Whereas for us, it was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, I'll show up and practice and make the team. I'm a kid. I'm going to go play whatever. My my buddies are playing. I'm going to go out there and play with my buddies. Now there's so much pressure to, oh my gosh, you got to do this because you got to get, you know, you're going to get a scholarship. You're going to do that. And the reality is most of these kids, they're not, they don't get scholarships. No, just go out and play and have fun. Have fun. That's right. Yeah. Now, the other thing is, so you talked about the specialization, and I will admit that after a freshman in high school, my coach said, Kyle, you're really not a very good football player, but you're, <laughs> you're, you're a darn good baseball pitcher, and yeah. so just specialize in baseball, and he was right, so I just played baseball, and I played the crap out of it, right. so I, was, I enjoyed but, but, that. But you didn't have pressure from all these external no forces like just my baseball coach saying you really kind of suck at football yeah. so just play baseball yeah. and quit messing oh your baseball coach that. said that he did so he was recruiting you he was yeah. he was yeah. and yeah whatever but so nowadays it is specialization but the other and, and 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 you know with the club sports in particular like baseball or basketball you know if you got a club bunch of club sports soccer is another one and now that half of the this is a big reason as well Half of the state is Hispanic. And think about what 
the majority of our Hispanic friends are going to think of first, and that is either football or soccer. Soccer. Right? Yeah. And so there's a reason why in Texas in particular, Texas, California, and Florida, with half the populations there being Hispanic, there's probably a big drive towards soccer versus football. So you would think. You would think. But we're not seeing that participation. We're not seeing that at the high school level, but we're seeing it still on the clubs and the private the private sector, not necessarily on the schools. Yep. Okay, so coming back, so love. And then you got weather. So I'm not sure why they say weather is a big reason. Seven is weather, but in the fall, it's a beautiful time of year for us to play football. It's beautiful most of the time. In November, December, it gets just butt cold. But I love that. I love going out to a football game when it's freezing cold. Yeah, we all bundle up and we yeah. just whatever. That's We're, football weather. It's just nice to not be sweating, you know, because I feel True. like we sweat all the the entire year. <laughs> I sweat all year, and it's nice to not sweat for a couple of weeks, right? <laughs> right. Anyway, so right. yeah, and then you got right. you know eight team spirit, which it's a big deal. And then what is this nine? Pickup truck, cowboy hats, cut off shorts, and boots. And it's got three <laughs> lovely ladies that are showing. It's talking their boots. about tailgating. Tailgating. Mm-hmm. Are you a tailgater? I don't do a lot of tailgating. Tailgating is big, man. It's a big deal here in Texas with a bunch of barbecues and getting your drink on. But the thing is, I think in most states, I mean, most people that are listening now outside of Texas, they know what tailgating is. Yeah. But generally, it's for an NFL team, like a pro team. Pro team or a college. I yeah. Think college tailgating. No, that's right. That's but, right. But how many, how many people across the country go and tailgate no. at the high school level? No. But that's a lot of what's going on here. Well, think about what happened last week. Last week was homecoming in our town, Argyle. Yeah. And so we had like the carnival on Wednesday night. Or was that Thursday night? I can't remember. Wednesday I, or Thursday. I was out of town. I well, I was know. there. I was yeah. cooking burgers for it. We had a giant parade. We had a big pep rally and a massive and the Thursday night was like a bonfire or whatever. Yeah. And then Friday night you have the game and you have these massive mums. Mums. That's a Texas thing, by the way. So that's a I did research. That is a that. Texas that is only in Texas where we do the mums. That's a Texas ridiculousness. It is. Where we could do a whole episode on that one. Yeah, but just for you Minnesotans out there listening, so they do these mums, and you would think, oh, well, a mum, that's nice, like a lot, nice little corsage. Like a Is that flower. what you're thinking? Yeah. Like a, no, no, it's like on a halter <laughs> <laughs> around the young lady's Cause neck. Because it's actually like two dozen mums stitched yeah. together. It goes across the person's full entire body with with streamers, ribbons, streamers, cowbells, cowbells, LED lights, giant teddy bears. Names on streamers, you know, it's unbelievable. Three hundred dollars yeah. is the cost of one of these yeah. things. I know that personally. No, I do Luke, too. Luke we just went, had one. We went through it this week too. Three hundred dollars. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. I'm like, you got to be kidding. I actually work for a living. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, so uh, yeah, moms, and that's a big deal, and the girls too. And so the girls have to buy one for the boy. Oh, yeah. That's what and I'm saying. We went and, through that, too. Sammy not, made one for some boy this week. Yeah, it's it was, not just like a nice little arm garter. It used to be a garter, I think, right, when we were right, in school, right? Right. With maybe like a little Or maybe a little pin-on thing. Or yeah. Maybe a garter. No, maybe I got a garter man. when I was back yeah. in the day, but I'm a year older than you, so whatever. Maybe it was... Yeah, it wasn't much, but now it's just kind of like... It's massive. Massive. Even for the boy. 
So, but yeah. for Sammy, you know, we talked about this Sammy's on drill team. So not only did she have this gigantic mom that some boy made for her uh-huh. that she wore like a horse collar. <laughs> right. Then there was also a separate mom that the uh, drill team had for her. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, they she strapped, she strapped it on her ankle. They had ankle. They had it strapped on their ankle. So oh. when they were out on the field, they had these moms strapped on their ankle out there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, see, when I was in high school, I went with a girl that went to another high school. Yeah. And it was awful because I had to ask her to mine, and I got her. And back then, it was a double mom was very popular. And so you had two flowers and the streamers and all that. So I got her a mum for mine, and then I had to turn right around and get another mum for hers, which was like a week later. Right. I was miserable. Well, that's because you cared about your high school. Well. In my case, I had a <laughs> I had a girl that was from a different high school. Oh. But I didn't give a crap about my homecoming. Oh, so, so you didn't bring her to yours? I didn't even go to my own. Oh, I no. I just blew it off. No, she knew all about it. <laughs> She knew all about it. So it was Kendra. Oh yeah, I bought Kendra a mom for hers. Yeah, and she's like, "You want to go to yours?" I'm like, no. Why would I want to do that? Oh yeah, blow no, that no. thing off. No, this, this totally blew it off. This girl wanted to go to mine and hers, <laughs> and it's not Amy. <laughs> so, different young lady. So yeah, oh, so so that's uh, that's it for Texas uh, high school football. Uh, you know, like I said, there's a couple of articles out here that uh, talk about kind of the de- declining participation. There's another one that says that we do produce out of Texas uh, the most elite athletes. Really? I, I thought that was pretty cool. Interesting. And I don't know if that's just because we have the most elite ath- or we have the most participants, which is probably true. Um, but, you know, uh, but we produce the most. And then, of course, you can guess the other two. You know, Florida and California are going to produce – Almost as much as Texas. Well, you know, Texas. Oklahoma recruits so heavily from Texas high schools. They do. That's why they have. I mean, that's. I mean, obviously, yeah. they get players from all over the country. But right, at least back in the day, they were known for recruiting from Texas high schools. That's right. That's right. Well, and you've got. You, and you were a big trader if you went to OU instead of Texas. Well, back in the day, you you were, but now it's like, hey, look, these D one kids are they're fielding offers from oh, they go everywhere. everywhere, Purdue, wherever, because yeah. they're being recruited. You know, they know Texas is like the biggest thing in the world for us down here, mm-hmm. and uh, and football, and uh, so we're getting recruited. Our our kids are all over. Matter of fact, it's interesting that our kids are recruited, and they're committing. It feels like they're committing. You know, even like their sophomore, junior year, you kind of know which direction they're leaning. Oh, some of them. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, which is crazy. So, anyway. All right. Well, hey, it's a big deal. It's a big deal down here in Texas. Football, Friday Night Lights, it's fun. It's kind of magical. It's a great place to see, you know, your pals. Obviously, it's fun to watch football. Um, But, you know, with the injuries and all that, it's something that, uh, you know, I know people are going to be more and more concerned about as time goes on. Yep. So It's good stuff, though. Yeah. Hey, appreciate you guys listening to us. Any other updates before we sign off? Got any ranch updates? Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, I got a horseback. Yeah, you didn't even know that. No, I got what a horse. Happened? I'm nursing a horse. So Scout, uh, Scout got hurt, and um, and so. <laughs> 
Sorry. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> so I, I shared with you earlier about the uh, chicken death, but regardless, uh, I won't I won't belabor that anymore. But Scout's back, and uh, Caroline is off to college with her two barrel horses. I thought she sold Scout to somebody. No, no, what no. Was all that, that all about? She's got like two barrel horses. No, somebody was like on Facebook saying, "Yeah, we love Scout. Thank you." She was Still basically going to lease Scout out for this semester to oh. this young lady who was kind of down a horse, and. Um, and Scout went over to this young lady's place, and uh, it didn't work out. And uh, matter of fact, Scout got injured. And I'm talking like a big injury, like a big cut. Like it's a massive L-shaped cut with probably 30 stitches on her back right Whoa, butt. Whoa, what happened? I don't know. I don't know if she backed into something or she ran into something or something. But it was a – I mean, to get through a horse hide is, is a big deal because they're so tough. And so Doc Shepard's coming over, you know, every other day, nursing her. She's got a drain out of this wound, and it's nasty. What the heck? So I'm, I've got Scout penned up with the too many donkeys. And uh, because when Harper left, when Harper and Caroline went yesterday back to school, because Caroline's got a rodeo, I don't know, in West Texas somewhere this weekend. And um, horses are so collegial where they need each other. And when they don't have their buddy with them, they, they freak out. And so we put the two mini donkeys in there with her, just as companions. And she's still neighing a lot, but she's okay. Put them over here, man. I could with Doc and Pumpkin, oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, and hang no. out. No, no, there she's good. Be she's fast good. friends. Yeah, no, Doc. Sh- Doc said I need to keep her in for a week. Yeah. So uh, otherwise. So y'all gonna lease her back after this person, or no, is that over? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna do. I'll just keep her at the house and play day or something. Yeah. So well, yeah. whatever. She's a good girl. I'm, I just ride her, so it'll be good. I'll get her back in shape. Well, our update is the chicken you thought was a rooster is now laying eggs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I misidentified a bull for a cow, so I, I'm I'm never that good at sexing animals. You were very confident in that. That's well, it, a rooster, I guarantee you. It had those flail <laughs> tail feathers. <laughs> You know, when you see those tail feathers flail up, you're like, oh, well, that's going to be a rooster for sure. Well, clearly not. It laid an egg. So, yeah. So, we're doing a little bit better in the chicken department. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. I had to behead a chicken yesterday. So, that was bad. That was a creepy story. (laughs) It was terrible. It was terrible. And now we've got dog shot collars and all that. (laughs) The the dogs are just, we got all these. We got all these new dogs, so I got a new puppy, and then Caroline's got this new dog, and they don't know how to interact with chickens, and I like to free range the chickens, and anyway, it's in the dog's nature to, you know, do bad things to chickens. Yeah. Well, you could train the dogs to respect that border. Well, yeah, but if the chickens are out just amongst the dogs, that's no good, and that's what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. They just can't control them. And that's what happened. They just couldn't control themselves. Oh, that happens here. Our yeah. chickens, lo- well, our dogs love to chase the chickens when they cross over because we have the, you know, yeah, invisible, the invisible wire. Yeah. yeah. But the chickens learn where the where the border is. Oh, yeah. And so it's funny. They'll come over, do their thing out front, and then we'll let the dogs out front. And it's just like, you know, free for all. Oh, yeah. And then the chickens will just kind of walk over the line. Oh, and then they know. And then they'll just sit there and look at them. Like, yeah. So so my situation nanny, nanny, is boo-boo. I had four free-range dogs against ten, no, nine free-range chickens. Yeah. 
and the dogs are going to win. Well, yeah, of course. And so yeah. that's what happened. You, you need to establish a perimeter for the There dogs. was no perimeter. <laughs> and so then I immediately unfree range the chickens and put them back in, in an enclosed pen, and we're good. <laughs> but, but that was me. me. Now, now, our boo, our new puppy, we get this Bernie Doodle puppy. She's, you know, she's learning. But then Caroline introduced this other dog, and it just chaos ensued. Why'd Caroline bring a dog? In? She got this other dog at she, college. Yeah, she went to college, and so this other girl was whatever mistreating her dog, and she's like, "Oh, I'll take care of that dog." And she just gave her this dog. It's one of these shepherd dogs, which are crazy fast. What, what is it? They, it's one of these border shepherd something. A border collie. Something like that. It's one of those little cow dogs. We had a Sheltie. Yeah, it's like one of those. Oh, it's not love, quite a Sheltie, but it's like a, it's a little cow. It's a, one of these cow dogs. Yeah. And she's always wanted one, and I've always been like, no, don't get one because they're going to eat all of our stuff because they're too fast, and then they're mean to the cows, and they're mean to the horses, and she she brought one home. Yeah. That's what we got. <laughs> and then she's teaching Boo bad bad uh, habits. Right. And, of course, Sully and Zap are sitting there like, I don't know what's happening, but Boo and... So now Sully's the old guy. Sully's my old yellow sage veteran. He's always just, been the young man, and now he's suddenly the old he, man. Well, Zap is super old. He's the old cranky fart. Oh, Zap Karis's dog. Okay. Yeah. So we got, I got four, and then and then I got fifth dog with Patrick and Kathy's dog that comes over all the time. So What's I got that five dog's dogs. Name? Uh, Dixie. Yeah. So Dixie's over all the time. I remember that. One. Yeah. So I got five dogs at any one time. It's just chaos. <laughs> so there you go. That's the ranch update. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks for listening to a little football talk, a little uh, ranch update. I uh, hope you guys have a great night, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Adios. Bye.